bij Burger King gebeuren spannende dingen. Wat dacht je van een classic cheeseburger, chicken nugget burger of sundae voor maar 1 euro per stuk? En dat is nog niet alles. Alle King deals zijn maar 1 euro. Haal ze nu alleen bij Burger King. So welcome to this week's uh, Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast. And there's only one thing to talk about this week. We're here... On Thursday lunchtime, we've actually done this a little bit earlier than we normally do because today is the day that Kevin Nicholson has parted company with Talker United. Yeah. Um, a, a momentous day. It, it is a momentous day. We are talking here not just about somebody, you know, uh, here today, gone tomorrow, manager or player. We're talking about <clears throat> somebody who's been, apart from a season away at Kidderminster, uh, has been an integral part and a hugely popular part of the club for... For over ten years, years, isn't it? Yes, yes and, indeed. And, um, it, it, so it's 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 something which I don't think uh, uh, anybody expected to happen quite this quickly. I think no, that, I think that's the thing. I certainly didn't have any inc- inclination in the wake of Tuesday's defeat uh, to Boreham Wood, as bad as that was, and as angry as it made everybody feel. Um, certainly, in the following twenty-four hours, I tried to keep my head to the ground, as you yeah. d- do in these yeah. circumstances. Uh, and there didn't appear to be any hint that this was coming quite this quickly. Uh, and I think most people felt that with Geisley away and Solihull Moors coming up, yeah, uh, that um, Nicholson would be given uh, perhaps those two games to sort of uh, to, 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 to turn the thing around. I do think there are one or two factors that are worth bearing in mind in all of this. One of them is the fact that if you're going to make a change from yeah. United's point of view, uh, um, then you've got the transfer window shutting in two weeks' time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, if uh, Jeff Harrop, the general manager, um, and Clark Osborne and Chris Rich, the the two sort of effective owners, although Clark Osborne is the the chairman um, uh, from Gaming International, uh, uh, if the new manager is going to be given uh, at least as much time as possible and a few bob mm-hmm. to strengthen the squad, then I know the loan market reopens up for National League clubs a week later. But, in other words, if you want to get in quick... It's, it's, the time is of the essence, isn't it? Time, time is a factor. Let's just recap the timeline this morning, then, for people who might be just seeing this news. Now, there's normally a press conference, isn't there? There was a press conference uh, scheduled for 9.15 this morning. Um, and no, uh, up to then, weekly, no inkling at all that n- anything none at was all, happening. None at all. No. Uh, um, and uh, that's a weekly thing. Uh, all the press and radio guys turn up, and yeah. usually, you know, very pleasant friendly sort of occasion it is, chat to players, talk to club staff, etc, 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 before training. Yeah. And less than an hour ahead of that scheduled meeting out at Sealhain, um, the press conference was cancelled, not postponed, cancelled. Um, and uh, I got into the office and um, almost no sooner had uh, had I parked myself down than the news came through. That the, um, the statement from the club is very, shall we say, succinct. I'll read it to you in full, actually. It says, Talker United Football Club have announced the departure of player manager Kevin Nicholson with immediate effect. As a football club, we would like to thank Kevin for all his hard work as a manager and player for Talker United, and we wish him well for the future. Talker United will not be making any further statements at this stage, and, and they haven't, have no. they? That's very, very simple. I think the wording of the statement makes it fairly clear that Kevin... Uh, was sacked rather than resigned. He certainly gave no indication, no. Uh, and he's not. The, you know, he, he he absolutely loved the job and being manager of Torquay, and he gave no indication 
on Tuesday evening that he was in that sort of frame of mind. No. In fact, he was talking about you know, the way forward and how he's convinced, obviously. I mean, he's only just put this new squad together, so yeah. it would be a ridiculous uh, uh, scenario it, it, if he had to resign. And I'm in sure, a way, obviously. I'm surprised this didn't happen yesterday, though. If, well, if there was going to be a reaction to Tuesday night, and we'll come on to the horrors of Tuesday night yeah. in a few moments, but if, if they were going... I'm surprised it took two days for this to happen. I know what you mean. Um, now, again, you are trying to sort of look into people's mind and imagine what might or might not be going on or might, might not have happened. Um, I, uh, Chris Rich, uh, Clark Osborne's number two, was at the game on, on Tuesday yeah. night. Uh, and I, I'm 99.9% certain that he and Jeff Harrett would have sat down yesterday morning and had the, now what are we going to do about this yeah. conversation? Um, they may well have started to put out some feelers for a new manager. Yeah, and we'll get onto that in a second. Um, and that may have taken up their day. Who knows? Yeah, uh, I don't think there's an awful lot of time in this scenario to have a. But they may well throw it open to interviews and interview people, etc., etc., etc. But my feeling is that they might well have an idea. Yeah, of the type of person they want to go to and who well may well be interested. Now, whether that took up some of yesterday or not, Maybe. Who, who knows? And I think we did say after f uh, the, the match on Tuesday night, I think we turned to each other and we both said, I don't know where he goes from here. because it, uh, oh, I think in this situation, you, 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 take, you, you look at what's happened in the last few games. Uh, uh, decent against Tranmere, 0-0. Yeah. 3-2 nil, nil. Uh, uh, at Aldershot, you know, Okay, uh, yeah. disappointing, but you know a good game against a team that's flown out of the traps. Uh, absolute non-event at Gateshead last Saturday. Yeah. Didn't make the goalkeeper make a save. Lost three nil, um, and then it imploded at home to to, to Borehamwood on 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 Tuesday night. Now, leave aside our all, all of all of that. From, I, we're looking at it now from United's point of view, from the, from the owner's point of view. Leave aside. Th all the stuff that people have been talking about team selection, tactics, formations how goals were given away etc 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 one thing that I think we all that worried us on Tuesday night was that Boreham Wood and I'm uh, loath to go down this road of part time against full time I'm pretty yeah. sure Boreham Wood <laughs> train as much probably as much as they uh, are likely to need to up there in North London but to us Boreham Wood looked physically stronger yeah Quicker, you can see it on the video and as well. more alert yeah. Than, yeah. Than, than, than us. They played at a higher tempo than Torquay. Now, yeah. those are basic sort of starting points, are they not? Now, if you're United owners' point of view and you've seen a bit of that, yeah, that that is not a good no. starting point. If and I think that, that the feeling may well be that uh, um, you know, Kevin they stuck with Kevin Nicholson last March after all those successive home defeats mm. before United and uh, and Kevin turned it around eventually and kept kept United up. Uh, um, you know, Kevin Nicholson admitted himself in March after I think it was the Geisley defeat at home that every time the phone rang the following yeah. morning he expected to get the sack. Uh, that didn't happen then, um, and uh, uh, so he's gone out this summer. He's rebuilt the squad. He's signed quite a lot of new players. Now I know he's run into you know injury problems were well documented. Yeah. Um, uh, Jordan Lee gone down with a you know chest pains. 
Jamie Reed goes and breaks a bone in his wrist at, 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 at Gateshead on top of the Josh Gowling and, and Liam Davis problems, etc. So the team he had built, or uh, etc., has not been able to take the pitch with any regular no. thing this season. But, you know, one point from the first four matches, ten goals conceded in three successive you know, yeah. bottom of the table. And I think, you know... <laughs> It's the biggest cliche in the world, isn't it? This is a results business. Yeah. Uh, football is a results business. And I think, um, obviously, the powers that be, United, have, have A, said, look, that ain't good enough. And B, we're not sure that this is the right no. way forward. And I, th- I mean, the big question that people are asking, and people will expect an answer to, is uh, was it right or wrong yeah. to take this action? I don't think that Tuesday night really gave the club very much choice. I think um, I think his players had painted him into a corner. Well, Kevin yeah. Nicholson said afterwards that he felt the players had let him down. Yeah, and that's four games into the yeah. season. Uh, uh, and um, you know, but, but in, you know, players get managers the sack. Yes, you know, it's, yeah. that's one of the oldest uh, um, uh, sayings in football. Uh, there are certain players at United at the moment which are playing. Uh, really well uh, and full yeah. on. Uh, uh, obviously, Ryan Clark, the goalkeeper, has been terrific since he turned up, 35 years old. Uh, and Rory Keating still continues to put himself about up front as if his life depends on it. Scored two good goals on, on Tuesday yeah. night, and that should have been the launch pad for United to go and get at least a point, and hopefully all three. In the end, it turned around and went yeah. the other way. But going back to the, the video, which is on the club's own YouTube channel. Um, Borenwood came through Torquay with fast, accurate passes through midfield. The more you look at it, the more worrying it is. They were just able I, to launch attack. And this is in the first half yeah, before they, they, they scored they, a goal. They were, in both halves, United played quite well for about five minutes, five yeah. or ten minutes. Well, you know, And then, and again, Kevin Nicholson admitted in recent things, is, is that that's happened before. United have been starting halves. And then it's kind of like, nothing, when, when they don't score, it's, oh, now what do we do? Yeah. But this is all part of a culture, isn't it, and, a, and, a, and an environment and an attitude. You wouldn't have seen the team that Nicholson played in under Paul Buckle, you know, the, 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 mm. the, the team that eventually won promotion and went on to the league. You wouldn't have seen them, you know, taking a backward step after five or ten minutes. Yeah. They just kept coming, you yeah. know, and, and it, it, whether they were actually playing good football or not at the time, wasn't, that wasn't the issue. It mm. was... It was Pressure, 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 tackle, tackle, tackle. Now, I know you're talking about, you know, some pretty serious players in that team uh, um, who United would struggle to afford now, but it's, it's, it's the attitude. You know, yeah. I, I watched on Tuesday night once or twice when, when Borehamwood had the ball uh, and they were getting it and looking up for their next path. They weren't being shut down and closed down no. as tightly and as aggressively enough as they should be. United don't hunt in pairs and in packs when they when they haven't got the ball, um, and this is lower division football we're talking about here. Uh, uh, the, the fans that play more will take Rory Keating all day long, yeah, because they can see he's up for it. They won't take people who they can see not quite going for balls they think mm. they could challenge for or not, you know, going through with challenges. They won't have that. You know, you have got to be an absolute top top player for them to forgive you that. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, I think there's just a feeling at the moment that they were completely, 
in other words, they could have been playing Boreham Wood now and they still wouldn't, wouldn't, no. uh, uh, wouldn't be beating. Having said that, I think Boreham Wood were given several presents on well, Tuesday d- Defensively, Torquay um, were dismal on Tuesday yeah. night. There's no kind way of saying but that. They were there, just awful. There, there are some factors in that. Uh, um, young Sam Cheney has been asked to play at left-back. Yeah. He's a right-sided midfielder since the first day of the season. Done as good a job as he could have been expected to do, but that whole situation was, you know... An accident waiting to come up, come up and out. Nothing to do with him. It's not no, his particular fault. Well, no, no. But, but you, it was his pass across the back four, yeah. following on two passes from other central defenders across the back four. You know, there ain't many lower division managers that like to see their defenders no. passing the ball across the back four. In the end, Sam Cheney laid the ball into the middle. Neither Anderson nor McGinty was ready for that. Bournemouth in goal, one nil. Do, do you think Tuesday night signals that the Sam Cheney at left back experiment is probably now over? I don't well, know what, don't know what is, else he ah, does. That, that's the, that's the issue. Whoever I, comes in, does. quite. Yeah. I'm, uh, you know, it, it, this. I'm sure that Kevin Nicholson has been looking around his squad for almost anybody else who could play left back, including himself, and he yeah. he, he, he was sort of stopped short of uh, doing that because he, he you know he felt that was a, a you know a retrograde step, but. Um, your guess is as good as yeah. mine. I mean, yeah. whatever happens at Guysville on Saturday, I don't know. Um, I think plan A is that Robbie Herrera... I was going to say, who, um, who takes charge the in the short term? We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll take the team to, to Guysville, so I'm given to understand, but uh, all sorts may be happening in between now and then. Um, uh, so, yeah, it's United do not expect to have Josh Gowling or Liam Davis... Uh, or Jordan Lee back for that no. for that game. Uh, uh, Jamie Reid miraculously has managed. They, uh, the, the staff at Mount Stewart managed to knock him off a cast over his wrist because Kevin Nicholson had given us to believe oh, he was that out, wasn't there was no yeah. way he was yeah. going to play. But yeah. he came on as a sub on Tuesday. Um, so you know it's it's a, it's a yeah. difficult difficult situation. Um, uh, and you've got this ongoing problem of Miles Anderson, who's a left-footed defender having to play right side centre yeah. half which in fairness he and Sean McGinty did as a pairing mm. during the run into the end of last season so um, and he can't move him to left back because he doesn't have a, a, a right well a, he does actually yeah. I, I, I think the obvious thing to do at the moment <laughs> great when you're <laughs> talking from this distance isn't it yeah. is to actually play Anderson at left back and to put Jan Kukowski at centre back where he's played yeah. several times in the past for other clubs and he's also featured for United in uh, in pre-season yeah. uh, I, I think uh, now whether Anderson's quick enough to play at left back but he's reasonably experienced he's a quite a good footballer so you know in terms yeah. of, of, of being on the ball that shouldn't be a problem he's certainly tall enough to be at full back and that gives you a little bit better balance back four I'm sure Kevin Nicholson had thought of that before but he decided to go other ways good for him um, but a back four t- to me of Higgins Klukowski McGinty Anderson at least has a, a bit of a balanced yeah. look to it um, and that may well be a, a way that United go. Who yeah. knows? Uh, if Robbie Herrera takes the squad, obviously he's been part of, you know, this setup and mm. this thinking. So it'd be interesting to see if he's in charge and he does that. Then yeah. uh, you know that that would be quite an interesting selection on its own. Because if you're coming in now, if you're if if you're selected, let's say as the next manager of Torquay United, this is a big job, isn't it? Because because the the teams that are going to figure at the top three or four are already over the horizon aren't they well yeah it's not quite as bad as that I know what you mean uh, Aldershot have got ten points and scored yeah. loads of goals and we've got one and we've got one but yeah. you know that's what two two and a half wins isn't it so so you, you there's yeah. a long way to go and, and uh, this is a new squad you would hope certainly that we haven't seen the best out of them yet um, uh, time will tell 
yeah. uh, the, 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 the club has clearly taken the view that they cannot afford to hang around here and wait for this situation to, to, to sort of bumble along for a while. Um, they've decided to act now, uh, for right or wrong. Now, by doing that, they're sort of, it's a statement of intent in itself, isn't yeah. it? That they are saying, look, this ain't good enough. We don't expect to be at the bottom of the table. We expect to be in the top half of the table. Uh, uh, we are prepared to back it, we assume. Uh, Kevin Nicholson appears to have been given a little bit more money in the yeah. summer than he had before. He certainly sort of gave no indication that that wasn't the case. Um, and any and new manager coming in is going to expect some kind absolutely. of budget to spend, so, isn't he? So that will have been factored in as well. Yeah. Uh, Kevin had uh, the best part of two years left on his contract, uh, mm. um, or no, uh, f just over 18 months, beg his pardon, on, on, on the contract that he signed, the three-year contract that United gave yeah. him in the spring of, of, of 2016. Um, so all of that, you know, I mean, the, the, these 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 matters very often come down to hard pounds, yeah. shillings, and pence, don't they? And and I'm sure that that's that's all been factored in as well. Yeah. Um, in other words, it will cost United money, presumably, to part company with with, with Kevin Nicholson. But um, as as you said, in in I think the week before the season began, there's no interest in gaming international in having a team that's bumping around at the bottom of the league. No, there? because that doesn't fit with any of their future plans for the club, on the pitch or off it. No. Uh, um, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we've yet to see where that road leads us. But, um, no, it, it's, it's uh, you know, for all of us who have known Kevin for so long, it, it, it's, a, it's a much sadder day than oh, many yeah. other departures yeah. that we've had. You know, uh, the, the, the Chris Hargreaves, you know... The, the captain, Nicholson's captain, um, uh, 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 said when he was got rid of in pretty uh, undignified mm. circumstances before, he said there's a good time to be manager of a club and a bad time to be manager of a club. And he said, very sadly, I was here at a bad time. Yeah. And yeah. in many ways, Kevin Nicholson also falls into that bracket. He had to manage Torquay during an absolutely appalling time of financial straits. Yeah, yeah. It's very well documented. We've been writing those stories for year, for the last few years. The manager driving the minibus to away games. Yeah. Very, very few managers at senior English level yeah. had to cope with uh, you know, the, the, the circumstances and the constraints mm. that Nicholson ha had to. Um, and you feed all that into the fact that he was completely inexperienced when he was given the job. Yeah. Uh, 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 you know, in terms of coaching experience, managerial experience, uh, um, really plopped into a, you know, a, 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 a not a poison chalice, but but a, a very very difficult. Well, one. Certainly a hard job. It, it, it yeah, was, and it was. and and you know, the the end result uh, was two seasons of. <laughs> Quotes, great escapes, close quotes, yeah. and I think you know. Obviously, everyone hoped that this was going to shape up as something much, much better. Uh, and as things stand, it isn't looking like that at the moment. So the board have decided, sorry, yeah. um, but we're going to have to do something about this. Because I mean, looking at, at Kevin's Palmares, as they say in in, in cycling terms. I, mean, he, I hadn't realised obviously he's over 10 years here but 354 games in League and Cup yeah. it's a lot of games it played is. isn't it 13 yeah. goals including that one against Barnett that's, that still ranks among most fans favourite play more goals of all time yeah um, and then you know his managerial record I, I, 
people we can sit here and quote these things I mean circumstances at the club are hugely important aren't yeah. they it's all very well I'm sure Jose Mourinho can point to a win-loss record that looks jolly good well he would wouldn't he he's got millions yeah. and millions of pounds to spend uh, oh and by the way uh, uh, Boreham Wood come down here everybody sort of looks at it and goes oh little Boreham Wood coming down here well I know there was only 319 people watching their game against Solihull Moors last Saturday uh, but Arsenal Football Club pump yeah, uh, um, there's money going in there, isn't there? Uh, uh, yeah. uh, probably as much money as it pays as Sanchez a week's wages, you know, to you know, to help that club. Yeah, that their ladies play there, the under twenty threes, I think, or under twenty ones play there. I'm not quite sure which one it is. So it's not as if a little club like that has no resources. They do. Yeah. And you saw the result of it on 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 Tuesday night. Yeah. Um, but Kevin's record, for what it's worth. Uh, one twenty-eight, drawn twenty-two, lost forty-two. That's well, ninety-two games, isn't that, that's it? That's right. Yeah, as a uh, uh, and and but, you know, you have to factor in the circumstances of that, the circumstances in which he took over the club. Uh, you know, the post Dean Edwards, Bromley resignation. Yeah. Uh, Paul Cox's ill-fated six weeks in charge, and he walks out when there's no contract appears on the table. Uh, and Kevin steps in there with somebody else's team, trying to turn it all around, etc., etc., etc. He can quite rightly point to uh, making the club a few bob. Angus McDonald going to yeah. to Barnsley uh, for you know a useful Good transfer money. fee. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nathan Blissett getting transferred to these were you know he didn't sign Angus McDonald. Uh, he did sign Nathan Blissett. So you know he's contributed. On and off the field, uh, uh, to to uh, a great deal uh, yeah. over the last few years, he's been very committed to an awful lot of off the field uh, yeah. activities. Thor um, thoroughly nice bloke, very committed Easy to, all to deal of that, with, you know, yeah. etc., etc., yeah. etc. Et so, uh, you know, th this is what's happened today. Uh, you know, it will be greeted with with sadness and quite yeah, well. rightly so by by many fans, uh, but. Uh, you know, football has a you know the king is dead. Long live the king! And and um, which brings uh, us to the the other big question is right. who comes in next? Well, the board have got two 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 choices really. They they either go for another relatively inexperienced manager to work with Jeff Harrop, yeah, who by the way doesn't want to be manager and and, and won't be <laughs> as far as I know, mm -hmm. um, or they go for somebody more experienced. Now I've always been in the. United should have an experienced yeah. manager uh, uh, um, uh, uh, camp, uh, and for me, two names that spring to mind for different reasons are Mark Yates, who I know was we talked about him last season. Didn't was we? a possibility last season yeah. when when Nicholson was hanging on to his job. Then uh, former Kidderminster Cheltenham manager, um, uh, very very experienced at this. And League Two level, and the experience, his contacts will be all well, in the west of England, correct? Right? And and, uh, and the west and southwest. Yeah. He's currently at Kidderminster uh, as coach to their under twenty three team, um, almost waiting for a proper job to come up again. Uh, we'll see whether he's in the field. Another interesting candidate for me might be Warren Feeney, um, yeah. uh, who uh, I'm pretty sure either has a house or still lives in Plymouth. Um, the former Northern Ireland international uh, uh, striker who's currently assistant manager at Crawley in League Two. Yeah. Now, whether he would fancy, he's, he's been manager of Linfield, Newport, um, uh, 36 years old, not playing anymore now. Um, but 
uh, a manager who's had yeah. a bit of experience in difficult circumstances uh, and maybe looking around for a job mm. where he can use that experience to good effect. Um, uh, he may be a name that, that, that's yeah. worth considering. Then you move into the people like, I'm sure Steve Tully will be... Uh, he's uh, he's um, the, the one whose name is cropping up the most on social media yeah, this morning. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Well, why, and why wouldn't he no, be? He's, 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 he's local, a South Devon yeah, lad, played yeah. for Torquay, knows the club well, used to work for the, youth, uh, the academy here, uh, been out of work since uh, um, he left Truro uh, uh, more than a year ago now, yeah. funnily enough, after doing very well with Truro, getting them to the playoffs. Um, um, has been at Playmore this season, seen the team. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure he will be uh, um, <laughs> putting his CV yeah. in. Um, Chris Todd has already said, well, yes, of course I'd be interested if, uh, if, if it was offered to me. He's had that experience at Eastleigh. It yeah. didn't go well. He's currently working at South Devon College on the... Uh, uh, PE side there, and he—I mean—he has managed in this league as well, and That's Steve right. Tully in the league. Yeah. immediately. he's currently below. assistant yeah. to Lee Hodges at, at, at Truro yeah. City. Um, I, I just think at the moment that that, that United, you know, have have had uh, inexperienced managers now for a little while. I know Paul Cox was there for a br briefly. Um, it's just because of the whole circumstances of the job down here, the geographical situation, mm -hmm. the 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 likely finance available. Uh, um, you, you know, contacts, contacts, contacts. Recruitment, recruitment, recruitment. That's what decides how well yeah. you do at yeah. this level. You won't come across many better coaches than Chris Hargreaves at this level. Uh, 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 all the badges that mm. you could possibly ask for, etc., etc., etc. But if you haven't got the raw material to yeah. to yeah. Um, uh, uh, to mould into a team, all that counts for very little. Paul Buckle produced, had four successful years at Torquay. He didn't transform a lot of the players who he signed. He got them in, got them fit, gave them jobs, yeah. and damn well made sure they did it in, 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 in a yeah. team formation. He didn't turn ducks into swans. He just took whatever is between ducks and swans and got the best out of them yeah. uh, and that's what coaching and management yeah. at this level is all about um, and uh, uh, of course there's room for improving young players and of course you, know, you hope to develop people um, Gaming uh, International have already said they want the academy back absolutely so, yeah so somebody so, yeah. who is committed to that whole yeah. uh, idea and I'm sure every candidate who walks through the door will say, yes, I'm absolutely committed <laughs> to that. Yeah. But it, it will be interesting to see whether United have one or two candidates already in mind yeah. and they have a fairly quick decision-making process or whether they do pause and invite applications, which is bound to take up a week to 10 days yeah. at least, and brings that uh, transfer window, uh, the, the shutting of the transfer window forward. Would Robbie Herrera himself be a candidate? Oh, sorry, I beg, beg his pardon. Absolutely, you know, Robbie's he, he in may there, well. isn't he? He may yeah. well. I, I mean, obviously, he and Kevin are yeah. you know, number one and two. Uh, this is always a very difficult situation for any assistant like this, you know, because you you have a loyalty to uh, Robbie will have yeah. a loyalty to Kevin who appointed him. Uh, I'm sure they will have talked that out, uh, yeah. uh, and, and I'm 99% certain that Kevin, knowing him, would be the sort of bloke say, look, a bit like. Uh, um, uh, um, John Ramshaw did when when um, Paul Cox left. Yeah. Uh, Paul Cox said to John Ramshaw, "Look, if you want to carry on and help the club out, 
you know, we have nothing personal against the club or anything like that. You go ahead and do it. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin may well say to Robbie. In fact, I would probably expect him to and say, "Look, you know, we both love this club. Um, uh, you, you, if you feel you want to carry on in the interim and see if you can, um, yeah, uh, uh, up your CV for for maybe uh, becoming a candidate, then you know, excellent. So be it. So yeah, there's a lot of regret um, from a personal level because you've got on very well with Kevin. Haven't well, you haven't spoken to Kevin yet this no, morning. No, haven't. We've I've been sort of making efforts to contact him, yeah. but I, I, I can understand him. Yeah, keeping his head down for a little bit at the moment. Um, it's it's always a it's such a public thing, isn't it, with yeah. football managers? And you've got their families involved. Kevin's lived here for the last ten years, for goodness sake, and his family's young kids are growing up here. Um, you know, it's not a you can't sort of disappear can no. you uh, um, you know they have to go out and do the shopping in a couple of days time no doubt uh, if they haven't done it already and um, so uh, th there's all of that uh, yeah. uh, and um, it's 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 never it's never never, a, easy, never, 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 never easy never easy and um, yours truly has covered a few of these things in, <laughs> in, 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 my, in my time so we've, we've, uh, we've of course there's one little bright mm. spark on the horizon and I think it's only right that, that we congratulate uh, Chris Ralph, United's groundsman. Exactly. Uh, yeah. um, we, we, we obviously flagged this up over the previous few weeks, and he went to St George's Park at Burton on Trent, the FAHQ up there on Wednesday, uh, not only to contest the uh, the final of the National League groundsman of the year, but as it turned out, to actually win it. Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely and, fantastic. Um, a, a great, great effort by him. He's been at the club for the last five years, nearly five years, again through some. Very, very yeah. difficult, uh, strictured times where, you know, he was struggling even to get his hands on some seed and some fertilizer at times. But uh, things have improved a little bit, and he's carried on working. He's now got Julian Goulthorpe, who's number two, yeah. who, who spends quite a lot of time out at the training ground, which is looking much, much better at the moment. So, uh, uh, for United to win this award, it's a bit of a, a kind of a flag up that things are improving behind the scenes yeah. at the club. And of course, as we've said before, he he responded to producing to the best pitch in the league last yeah. season by ripping it up and producing one that looks pretty good. Looks this pretty season, good this it? season, yeah. yeah. So, so the pitch for which he actually won the award doesn't exist it's gone anymore. Now, isn't but it? Uh, no, well, congratulations to Chris. And I know he's a very popular bloke around the club, and and everybody is is delighted that he's been uh, recognised in this way. Good luck to him. Well, he's got to keep going now, hasn't he? Has. he? I should remind him of that next time I see him. And a little bit of trivia as well. We like it when ex-Torquay players travel a long way to continue their football careers, but this has got to be one of the furthest. Saul Halpin. Oh, yes. He was at Hawke's Bay United in New Zealand. In New Zealand. Now, I saw a tweet this morning which suggests that he may, have signed, from Launceston, I think. he may have signed for Vestry in Iceland. No. So... He's um, he's crisscrossing the globe, isn't he? Good for him. Because there was a time he went to Derby County on trial when he was still in United's or just out of United's academy, and everybody thought, my goodness, this, uh, yeah, he, he could be headed for great things. It didn't quite come off in the end. But, but uh, he's, no, he's, he's obviously making a living and seeing the world. Uh, yeah, good that. for him. So good yeah. for Saul. Yeah. Okay, well, this this is uh, this has been a long podcast. Thank you for sticking with us. It's a big day. Things will no doubt move on very quickly over the next couple of days not least because Torquay have got a couple of big games coming up they have well. uh, they, I mean United are bottom let's hope we don't say that too many too often no. in the next few weeks but they've now got Geisley who are two from bottom and Solihull one from bottom away and home in their next two yeah. matches and you know they've got to climb all over those two like there's they no have. tomorrow absolutely they? so we wish Kevin Nicholson and family all we the do. best on um, 
and what's obviously a very difficult day for them. But Talker United, good luck must, for the future as yeah, well. Talker United will uh, will move on. This has been the Herald Express Devon Live Yellow Army podcast, also available on iTunes. Thank you very much for listening. We'll be back next week when I'm sure there'll be much more to uh, to report. And as ever, come on, you yellows.